The main causes of fatigue after eating. Do you find that eating leaves you feeling tired, out of energy, and as if you just need to take another nap even though you just ate? This isn't uncommon, and yet it really seems wrong because food is supposed to give you energy, not take it away. Today on the Dr. Lam Show, we're going to talk about why this happens and gives you, and we'll give you some strategies to avoid this energy slump. I'm Dr. Carrie Lam, and I'm here to give you some insight into this problem from the perspective of family medicine, anti-aging, and nutrition. And I'm Dr. Jeremy Lam, and really this problem of low energy after eating is something that I see often in my work. So my passion is to really understand, address, and as well as reverse chronic disorders. So if you experience this condition, you're definitely not alone. And, you know, there's a difference between the heavy feeling when you get after eating a really big meal like Christmas or Thanksgiving and the fatigue that occurs after every meal. Now, before we get into this difference, let's take a look at the effects that food have on your body. Now, eating is supposed to actually boost your energy, right? Feeling sleepy after a meal can be normal, especially if it was a very heavy meal. But are you among those who actually experience fatigue after eating who have this problem? And people often resort to coffee or energy drinks, thinking that that might help. But all they get is a temporary, temporary relief. And then the problem soon returns. And so we have to really understand at the root cause what is going on. Right. Your, your body gets energy from food. It needs it to function. It needs it to survive. The energy that is derived from food you eat um, from the digestive system breaks down the food into glucose, which your body can utilize as energy. And it also triggers various responses like secreting hormones like cholecystokinine, amylene, and glucagon. All to say that those um, are trying to increase a feeling of fullness. Uh, it also produces insulin, which tries to bring the sugar from uh, the glucose in, into the cells from the blood. And so those uh, processes are there to provide your body energy. And as the digestive system is the major energy production center, your overall health largely depends on its healthy functioning. So when your digestion is not working well, you, you can ha definitely have unpleasant symptoms like fatigue after eating. Other various factors that could affect it is unhealthy food choices, chronic self-infections and stress can also affect digestive health as excessive stress produces lots of cortisol and cortisol can also negatively impact your various symptoms in your body, including digestion. So that's what happens in your body every time you eat. As you can tell, digesting your food can take a lot of energy, which is why fatigue is to be expected after a heavy meal. But if you think you're experiencing more than just that after a heavy meal, if you get tired after every single meal, then there might be something else going on. If you're unsure about this, then call 714-709-8000 for a free initial phone call with one of our staff. Uh, we will be able to help you identify whether your energy dips are normal or if there's really something else underlying that's going on. Now, speaking of other things going on, there are a range of other issues that can impact your energy levels after eating. And uh, the one of the things that could be contributing is inflammation. Now, we do a lot of food sensitivity testing as well, as food sensitivities can trigger inflammation, which can then make you feel fatigued after eating.
especially adrenal fatigue sufferers tend to have increased food sensitivities. And so identifying your trigger foods and eliminating them from your diet is the first step to reduce the risk of inflammation and keep up with your body's energy level at its peak. Right. And so talking about certain types of food, uh, your diet does make a difference. So there are certain foods that are higher in tryptophan that could make you sleepy. As your body uses tryptophan for the production of the sleepy hormone and feel-good hormone serotonin. And when present in elevated amounts in the brain, serotonin can cause drowsiness. Uh, as most of us know that turkey is high in uh, tryptophan and that's why after Thanksgiving meals, we tend to feel a little more sleepy, but tryptophan rich foods also include cheese and spinach, fish, eggs, soy, and tofu. Another source of food that can cause excessive secretion of insulin and raising the level of tryptophan in the brain is sugary foods. Uh, sugary foods can then lead to production of neurotransmitters like melatonin and serotonin, which causes sleepiness. And did you know that over 90% of your serotonin is actually produced in your gut, where this hormone actually regulates intestinal movement, um, meaning able to have good bowel movements. And other types of foods like carbohydrate-rich foods, such as rice, pasta, bread, potatoes, can also raise serotonin levels, making you feel sleepy. So those we see a lot in our comfort foods uh, that they really make us uh, want to take a nap after you eat it. So if you feel this fatigue after eating processed foods as they are quickly absorbed by your body and then they can cause a spike and then a drop in your blood sugar levels, they can lead to tiredness. That's uh, really important. Yeah, is the types of food. And then also like Dr. Carey had mentioned before is also the sizes. Now, having a large meal, especially one that's high in fat, can make you feel tired. And this is because, like we said before, that the gut is and uh, needs to break down the food. And it uses a lot of energy to help process the digestion. So if you have a large quantity of food, then using more energy in the digestion process will make you more sluggish. So consider having smaller meals, about maybe four to five smaller meals throughout the day to help maintain your energy levels. The next component is if you experience fatigue after a meal, then that could uh, indicate symptoms of hypoglycemia or diabetes. People with hyperglycemia or high blood sugar levels uh, are actually uh, could also feel tired after the meals. That's because the food that you eat is converted to glucose or sugar, and that's transported through the blood for, to the cells for energy. Now, insulin is actually put out by the pancreas, and it helps to transport this sugar molecules in your blood into the cells, so then your cells can use them for energy. Now, diabetics tend to have insufficient insulin or insulin resistance, therefore leaving the sugar in your bloodstream and is not being able to process into the cells. And so you can have an elevated blood sugar level causing the fatigue as well. So if you do have diabetes, you should consider focusing on a nutrient-rich yet low-carb diet to really maintain a stable blood sugar levels. Right. Diabetes is one condition that you should definitely get checked out, but there are other health conditions that you want to make sure are checked out before you just chalk it up to um, eating too much carbs, right? So conditions such as anemia or an underactive thyroid 
or food sensitivities, allergies, celiac disease, even sleep apnea can cause the fatigue after eating. In such cases, make sure you talk to your healthcare practitioner to rule out as many of these as possible and to identify the true reason of feeling fatigued after eating. So if any of these causes sound like they could apply to you, your health, your body, and your metabolism is very different than everyone else's. So you know uh, what's going on with your body. And if you don't understand, it never hurts to get a second opinion. You can call us at 714-709-8000 for a free initial phone call. You'll get an objective view um, from us on why this fatigue is happening. Adrenal fatigue is a very common cause of post-meal slumps. And that is another reason that is overlooked a lot of the times. So Dr. Jeremy, let's talk about adrenal fatigue and post-meal fatigue. So your body is equipped with a natural stress-fighting mechanism called the neuroendometabolic stress response. And it consists of a intricate network of various organs and six circuits, including the bioenergetic circuit, which functions in close coordination to help fight stress. Now, a pair of walnut-shaped adrenal glands, which is located above the kidneys, are also part of this response system. And so during stressful situations, the NEM stress response sends signals to your adrenal glands to help support your body by secreting the anti-stress hormone cortisol. However, when the stress is constant, the adrenals can get overburdened and are no longer able to produce enough cortisol. And this can affect then the natural stress fighting ability of your body, which can then lead to adrenal fatigue. Now, frequently, uh, adrenal fatigue sufferers experience low energy levels, you know, fatigue when waking up, insomnia, brain fog, anxiety, stubborn weight gain, constipation, low concentration levels, and just craving for salty, salty and fatty foods as well. As the adrenals get more and more overworked with consistent stress, this results in a cortisol imbalance, which can really disturb the entire neuroendometabolic stress response. People in advanced stages of adrenal fatigue have very weak bodies. Everyday functions of the body uh, and organs like the liver, the pancreas, and thyroid of the bioenergetic circuit gradually begin to slow down. And this can complicate the actions necessary for maintaining the health of the body, especially eating and digestion. And the bioenergetic circuit of the NEM system comprises the liver, the pancreas, and the thyroid. Any imbalance in this circuit can lead to mitochondrial issues, sugar cravings, reactive hypoglycemia, which is feeling hungry after you just ate, catabolism, dizziness, weight gain, weight loss, insulin resistance. So the pancreas and the liver play key roles in this digestive process. As the pancreas needs to secrete enzymes like trypsin, chymotrypsin, amylase, lipase to help digest proteins, carbs, and fat into usable products um, like cholesterol and fatty acids. It also helps to transport glucose to tissues through the blood and help the liver absorb glucose. A major detoxification center of your body, the liver, performs multiple crucial functions as it helps secrete bile, help in detoxification and digestion and metabolism of these fats, proteins, and carbs in order to maintain healthy levels of your blood glucose and chemicals. So any dysfunction of the liver, the pancreas, can also impact digestion, 
and therefore contribute to fatigue after eating. So it's important to keep a whole person view on why you might be having fatigue after you eat. The causes of post-meal fatigue can be difficult to identify. So it's very vital that you do the work, you find what's going on deeper and don't just ignore it. And if you need help with that process, give us a free initial phone call with one of our staff at 714-709-8000. With our extensive experience in adrenal fatigue, we are the best source for expert advice and guidance. And so we are so grateful to have you been listening to us here today on the Dr. Lamb Show. We hope that you found all this information helpful about post-meal fatigue and gives you new ideas on how to improve your health holistically as we're here to empower you to take control of your health. If you like this podcast, please make sure to subscribe to the channel for more content, like it and share it. We give you the best and hope to see you next week. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lamb Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.